0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. Uh, Coming up this week, Disney announces huge revenue growth in its theme parks division. A cast member is accused of assaulting a co-worker. And a little later on, we'll talk about our top five unique dining experiences at Walt Disney World. And we'll reveal your number one table service restaurant at the Walt Disney World theme parks. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode number 729 for the week of August 12th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin. And back in the production nook, with a slightly different camera angle,
1: oh. is... Uh, Manny and Jack.
0: <laughs> associate producers, Sean Thompson and Craig Williams, and our <laughs> yes. producer, Dustin, Dustin West. Dustin has to
2: lean into the chat. I'm like, Sean. You will tell us the truth, Sean.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Sean's starting to tan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, just to let everybody know... Um, we, uh, uh, we, we had to jerry-rig the, uh, uh, the studio today. Uh, Delta misplaced one of our bags coming back from uh, 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 Nova Scotia. And uh, they found it. It's on its way back. We'll have it later tonight. But we didn't have it in time for the show. And there was a c- couple of pieces of equipment in there we needed to do this show. And so Dustin, Dustin's working on about an hour of sleep, I think. Yeah, um, and uh, we had to kind of rewire a lot of things, and that's one of the reasons we couldn't get the Nook camera to work right. So we have this different angle. Yeah, uh, for those of you watching, for those of you listening, you don't care. You're not going to notice anything. You're just going to hear the audio. But for those watching, just wanted to explain if things were a little disjointed today. That's the only reason. <laughs> so, um, all right. And housekeeping: couple things. First up, uh, we just got back from the. Nova Scotia uh, does meet the third third year they've been doing it. And it was, again, an amazing experience. Uh, 184 people in attendance at that meet. We have trouble getting 184 people at the meets here in the United States. The fact that there was 184 people in Nova Scotia is a real testament to Evelyn and how she doesn't take no for an answer. (laughs) Um, And uh, how much that community just... It's it's really it's it's really something special up there. That when I say the community, I mean people who have no idea who we are, no idea what Give Kids the World is, um, aren't particularly Disney fans in the in regards to the do you way. Think they we're,
3: just had nothing else to do.
0: No, they. This is a community that the, the minute they hear things like an opportunity to help, especially when you use the word kids, businesses, individuals. There was a woman, I don't know what her business was, uh, Lila, who spoke. Pizza,
2: she's the one that brought the pizzas in. <laughs> it's
0: Alexandra's Pizza. Okay, Alexandra's Pizza in Nova Scotia. Uh, this woman, Lila, got up, and uh, Evelyn had approached her to help. Uh, I think Evelyn was really just kind of looking for donation of pizzas for the, for the meat, which she gladly gave. Um, but she also put out, like, a, a jar for donations one of her uh servers donated two months of her tips wow to this raised fourteen hundred dollars doing that that's what i'm talking about and a a lot of the people that were we did have a lot more dissers there this year which was great we had a lot of dissers from canada uh that came out to support we had some of our folks from the new england meet which is coming up in october they drove up. And And Jersey,
2: too. The Andrews are from Jersey. I enjoyed following the road trip photos.
0: Yeah, and some folks from Jersey. Um, Of course, uh, the Dukes were stopped at the border.
2: (laughs) That's because they had Sergio. (laughs) Under a blanket in the back seat. I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, Can
0: I
3: just say I was joking?
0: Oh, Of course. Well, uh,
3: apparently not everyone thought that was funny.
0: It's uh, it's all in good humor. It's all in good humor, folks. Just breathe. breathe. (laughs) Um, I... I'm really, um, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying that um, the folks we reach out to here in the States when we do our meets aren't, aren't generous. It was on another level, though, in Canada, in Nova Scotia. It was just on another level. Um, and it really just speaks to the people up there. And um, I don't think I could ever thank Evelyn enough, Evelyn and her team, enough for the kind of effort they put into this. Um, it's, it's, it, it's Herculean. And, again, uh, over $13,000 raised. That's um, uh, pretty much as much as they've raised in the last two years.
2: Yeah, And, you know, they have such a good time doing it. It just there was no downtime, no unhappy time. It was just one happy moment from it to another. And that was for the people working it, right. too.
0: Well, and there was about 22 or 23 volunteers working the event, and they were all family and friends of Evelyn's. Um and it's just incredible it's just incredible it's such a pleasure to go up there I always walk away feeling, uh, feeling great from, from the Nova Scotia meet um, and can't wait hopefully to do it again next year hint Evelyn, hint because every year she says oh I don't think I can do this again you gotta do it again it's just too good just too good but of course we do have two more meets coming up if you're in the Indianapolis area uh, coming up uh, over, uh, the, I think it's the first weekend in September.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, the first weekend in October, uh, the venerable New England meet as well uh, is going on. And uh, uh, Dustin and I and John and Kevin will not be there in Indianapolis because we're going to be in Europe. The rest of the team will be uh, out in Indy for that meet. And uh, I think almost all of us, are you guys coming up for the? Just me. Uh, for for you, New England? You, for New England?
4: No. We have the walk.
0: Oh, that's right. The <laughs> buddy walk. Um, and we uh, yeah, have Ferris's buddy walk that yeah. weekend. Uh, so if you're going to be in Orlando that, that weekend, the first weekend in October, you should sign up to help raise money for the Down Syndrome Association of Central Florida. That's uh, something that's done every year. And, uh, of course, if you're in the New England area, we'd like to see you at the New England meet in Plymouth, Massachusetts this year. We're very excited about that. Sounds like there's a lot of cool stuff to do up there and that's always a that's always a great time it's always a great meet. I've
2: never been to Plymouth. That should be interesting. I know.
0: Yeah, me, so not, fun. Yeah. Have you been? No, I no, haven't. Really? This is my first time in Plymouth. Wow. I have um,
2: Cool. I think it will be fun. How about Delaware? Delaware's in November.
0: And Delaware coming up in November, Delaware, yeah. Yeah. So, we got a lot of meets coming up an opportunity for you guys to come out and help us raise money for Give Kids the World. It's been a great year so far these meets have been doing phenomenal uh, raising a lot of money and uh, we have more money to raise. So come out and show your support. We'll have links to those meets and information about those meets along with everything else we discuss on the show, on our show notes page disunplugged.com. Um Now last month we started our swan dolphin scavenger hunt contest and we asked you to answer three questions And uh, that could be answered by going to the Swan Dolphin website, swandolphin.com. We got a ton of responses, which I was really happy about. And we are announcing the winner of last month's Swan Dolphin Scavenger Hunt, Elizabeth McCoy. You're going to get a three-day, two-night stay at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, courtesy of the Swan Dolphin. So congratulations for that. And we have a new scavenger hunt coming up for this month, for August And uh, we'll have a link on the show notes page, disunplug.com, where you can go and uh, fill out your responses. Um, The three questions this year, or this month, I should say, focus on the uh, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic, which is coming up uh, this October. I just don't have the dates right in front of me. Um, I want to say the 19th. I want to say it's that weekend, yeah. Um, Question number one What is the URL? for information on the walt disney world swan and dolphin food and wine classic that's the web address what are the dates for this year's food and wine classic which obviously would help me out right now and what are the three seminars being offered this year at the walt disney world food and wine swan and dolphin food and wine classic this year they do these great seminars every year and this is a remarkably popular event um, done coincides with the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot. And it's all the restaurants from the Swan Dolphin. Uh, it's all in the causeway between the two, uh, two resorts, and they set up booths where they showcase some of their food. And it's ridiculously good from what I understand.
1: It's gotten so big now, they actually go out side to side. Uh, from, the, So it's not just located on the causeway anymore. They go all the way out along both sides. It's really an incredible uh, event. We I have, actually like, like it better than
0: the Depcot food and wine. We hear that from a lot of people.
3: There's a place to sit. You pay one price and you get a wristband and you sort of graze as you go around. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like it better. It's much more casual.
0: And coming up again this year, it's been a great success for them. So uh, answer those three questions correctly and we will select one person at random uh, from all the correct answers we receive and that person will get a three-day, two-night stay at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. So, uh, great prize, great resort, and uh, that's our scavenger hunt for August. So go do that. <laughs> but not until the show notes page goes up, because you're not going to know where to go to enter. So a- anyway, um, also i got to make sure we plug the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged. It goes up every Thursday, disunplugged.com In this week's show, uh, Nancy Johnson visits Fantasyland and takes a look at shopping at the Disneyland park. And Mary Jo O'Willy chats with Southern California humorist Charles Phoenix. So tune in Thursday. You can also subscribe to them on iTunes. Just look for the Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition, and you'll get their their shows delivered to your phone, iPod, or other device every week.
3: Can I jump in there for a second? Sure. I just recently spoke with uh, Carol Bowling, and we've all been wishing her well. And Carol seems to have turned a corner and is on her way to recovery. Which is a wonderful That's thing. That's great. So thank you for all the good wishes and prayers on Carol's behalf.
0: And uh, we'll keep sending them out. Keep sending them out. We love Carol. Carol and Michael. Michael uh, Bowling, her husband, is also part of the Disneyland team. You can hear him and some of his great segments on that show as well. Um, now, last week, um, we did a poll. We put a poll up on uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged. And we, asked, we, we took the top two restaurants theme park table service restaurants from the previous polls that we've done two from Epcot two from Hollywood Studios two from Magic Kingdom two from Animal Kingdom and we asked you to vote on your favorite and we are announcing the results of that in our segment this week coming up right after the show we recorded that in Nova Scotia on on Sunday it was a it was a fun show to do oh man yeah it was just weird though cuz we set the mic up as we always do for questions Nobody got up. Nobody got up. It was like, okay. We usually don't have that problem. But um, it was fun. It was a fun show to do. And uh, we also talk about uh, our top five unique dining experiences at Walt Disney World. So that's coming up right after this show if you're watching live. Uh, if not, it's on YouTube and on iTunes and wherever the hell else we put about. <laughs> um, and uh, this week's poll winner... Phyllis Gobin and Phyllis, we're not friends on Facebook. So when I send you the little note saying you won, it's going to go into your other folder. And if you're like me, you never check your other folder. So that's just, you know, you need to go check that folder and send me the information that I need so I can send you out your $50 Disney gift card, which is what we do with each one of our polls. We randomly select someone who answers, and that person wins a $50 Disney gift card. Very simple. Very simple. But if you're not friends with me on Facebook, then it goes into your other folder, which is funny because I mentioned that last week and got inundated with friend requests. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I got like hundreds of friend requests this past week. It's great. I'm six shy of 4,000. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. If you're not friends with me on Facebook, what's the matter with you? Can
3: we ask for stuff like that? Because John has 17 more followers on Twitter than I do, and that
0: <laughs> bugs me. All right. So everybody follow Kevin on Twitter. Right just,
3: now. Oh, at least 17 right of you. Right now. Right seven. now. Everybody watching live.
0: Everybody watching live. Right now. Go follow Kevin Close I on Twitter. I need more so I can glue. At Kevin Close. Wow.
3: K- at Kevin L. Close. L.
0: Kevin L. Close. L. Stancho Louise. Mm-hmm. Sing out. It's Kevin Louise.
3: <laughs> Kevin Lee. <laughs> I'm an adverb.
0: <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for housekeeping. Unless anybody else has anything.
3: Um,
4: I was just going to mention our box of goodies.
0: Oh, yeah, please.
4: okay. so, um, our listeners, Ashley and Chris, they apparently went to China and Japan recently and sent us a smorgasbord of goodies to try.
0: Is Japan or China?
4: Both. they went oh. to both. Oh wow. yeah. so I don't know cause I can't I don't know which one was Japanese and which one was Chinese, so we'll just have to guess. But, um, she sent us all sorts of fruit flavored Oreos, including like, I think there was a green tea, a banana, all sorts of really, really weird stuff. <laughs> um, different flavored it's chips, weird, like lime. Different. Well, different. Yes, we're not used to having fruit in our cookies
2: or corn candy.
4: Yeah, corn candy. Which how did you like that? Teresa? It's not
2: candy corn.
4: No, no,
3: not to be confused
0: it with candy corn. It was candy corn. corn. No,
3: it was corn
2: candy. It looked like it just got bigger and bigger in your mouth as
3: you were <laughs> chewing it.
4: It's <laughs> it just kind to
2: of like saltwater taffy. It doesn't okay. get smaller. <laughs> yeah. Just Okay. <laughs>
4: that was innocent um, And some different types of Lay's chips. The The flavors that they have over there are a little bit different. Um, we did try them all, and some of them were okay, and some of them were not so okay. <laughs> but we do appreciate the gift. It was very lovely, and we did enjoy getting to try all of those it
0: things. It was. Thank you very much for that. That was cool.
4: Oh, and they'll be on ABD in December. So oh, awesome. Some of you will see them.
0: Yeah, we'll see them. Yep. Dustin and I are on that trip. Is anybody else on that trip? Just you yeah, guys. Just, well, and our, um, oh, from our group. Yeah, just and from our group. Speaking of ABD. Um, okay, this is my rapid fire. Don't mess with me. Okay, I'll leave it alone.
1: <laughs> I have a housekeeping, if I may. Mm-hmm. Podcast Cruise 5.0. I know folks are waiting for some information. I apologize. We are still waiting for Disney to talk to us. However, um, Tracy Heinrichs wanted me to mention that for this cruise, DVC is offering a DVC cash offer, which means that DVC members can book this cruise at a reduced rate. If they pay cash for it, we're finding some really good rates. Uh, sample pricing she has found is two thousand one hundred eighty-five dollars for two people in a category five B. Wow! So, if you are a DVC member and you always wanted to come on a podcast cruise, um, but you wanted to use points and couldn't book through Dreams Unlimited Travel, this is a great opportunity for you. Um, great rates. Also, Tracy has gone through all of our clients. Who have identified themselves as dvc members and already applied the discount if you haven't heard from tracy give her a send her an email because she might not know
3: that you're a dvc member there's a thread on the boards on the disunplugged unplugged boards kept people telling what they've saved and people have saved money and jumped to a higher category yeah, it's wow an incredible offer
1: so if you're a dvc member this is a great opportunity my second housekeeping is now that all of you are following kevin on Twitter, I will offer a prize to one of my
3: Twitter followers. <laughs> wow. Kevin's going to have to go get it.
0: <laughs> his Twitter numbers have jumped by like fifty in the last five. And days. I have gotten—I mean, my phone is blowing up with friend requests. It's hysterical. Um, that's great. That's great. I control the checkbook. Just saying. He doesn't control my checkbook, that's so true. I will match his prize <laughs> if oh my. Kevin wins. Ah, <laughs>
2: I need more Twitter followers,
0: people. I will. I like... will offer a prize. John John will and I offer, right Hold now. on. I will offer a prize if you unfollow Teresa. Oh um, no! I'm ahead of
2: Kathy though by like
1: Begathon a lot. Going on.
3: John and I have the exact number of followers. I'm good.
1: You can all stop now. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you should also know too that you won't. We're get not any... insecure. <laughs> you should also know you won't get any tweets from no. me. That's right.
4: Yeah, I was supposed to say, don't follow me because I am never on Twitter. I got like
1: seven <laughs> tweets out there. So.
2: Oh, seriously. Like, I'm you... enjoying it. What little bit I tweet.
3: So that's different my. I house got bored one day and I tweeted it that Teresa and Ryan Gosling were having an affair. It turned <gasps> into this all day event.
4: That's <laughs>
2: hilarious. I enjoy it. <laughs> it's a joyful day at my house. Well,
0: speaking of speaking of Tracy Heinrichs, I just want to remind everybody next week. We are doing our Hawaii show. Uh, it's going to uh, be our segment for next week, right after our new show. And uh, Tracy is going to be here in the studio, along with her son, Ben. And many of you uh, will remember Ben from the show he did uh, last year. Uh, ben, is, ben has uh, dealt with autism throughout his life, and he did what many people, myself included, uh, consider the best show we've ever done. Ben came on and talked about what it was like for him being in the parks, with autism and uh uh, he is now known as ben from the podcast and uh, ben from the podcast will be here uh i'm gonna put that on his lower third ben from the podcast he has
3: a shirt we've had a shirt you know for him for the last uh, the last podcast cruise and i made him wear it it all it said on it was ben from the podcast (laughs) and people talk to him
0: well you know i just even up in canada i had folks talking to me about that about that show and about ben and uh so
3: we uh, had to convince him that that was going to be really big on the podcast cruise, but he probably wouldn't get a whole lot of stuff just walking around Canada. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. We were running into a lot of dizzers in Nova Scotia. It was great. It was just really great. Just
2: random on the street. Walk up to. We were eating dinner that yeah. night. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, but was they were also there, you know, for that well, event. True, but you no, know, we know. like to believe they were just random people <laughs> that were coming up to You're us, bursting their bubble. But very excited for that next week. Very excited to. Show some of the video, some of the amazing video that we got on that uh, on that trip, and talk about an Alani vacation combined with a uh, trip around the islands on Norwegian Cruise Lines' Pride of America.
3: Can I just jump in for one second? Sure. We hear this all the time. I get people tweet me. I saw you someplace, but I was afraid to come up and talk to you. Please don't be afraid. Please come say hello. It's the only way we're going to meet. Be, I only like on Wednesdays. Be
0: afraid. Be very afraid.
3: I, w- I don't won't recognize you because I don't know what you look like. But if you see John or I, please come up and say hello and hug John.
2: See, I would approach you, but I John wouldn't
0: really likes John. it when you touch him. <laughs> he really enjoys that, that that experience, especially for people he does not know.
3: But please say hello. And that, does that go for everybody?
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh definitely. Definitely. Don't be
3: afraid.
0: No. Don't talk to me. <laughs> don't talk to me. I'm kidding. I'm getting of course.
1: Do you know that we have booked that same cruise on your recommendation?
0: Oh, God, I hope it's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you get the same stateroom?
1: Uh, it's either one of the two you recommended.
0: It's $8,500 or 8000
3: We have 8000 John and okay. I are going to bring cards and just gamble between the two of us. So. <laughs> There's no casino.
0: So. <laughs> Not gambling on a
3: cruise seems difficult.
0: I know. I know. It saves a lot of money, though.
3: <laughs> we're going to bet on
1: what people think is appropriate for formal night. <laughs>
0: gonna... There is no formal night. Oh. Uh, I mean, there is, but it's, it's Norwegian, so it's freestyle, so... Ooh. Very few people were dressed.
1: Freestyle. That's not what you think it is, Teresa. Freestyle, (laughs) no.
0: No, you're thinking something else, Teresa.
1: (laughs) Completely different, Teresa. I know.
0: All right. Wow, we're a half hour into this show. Sorry. And uh, we're not done with housekeeping yet. It's going to be longer than I thought. All right, that's going to do it for housekeeping. We're going to throw it over to Johnny with the news. All
1: right, our first news story. Disney legend Robin Williams dies at 63. Actor, comedian, and Disney legend Robin Williams was found dead at the age of 63 on August 11, 2014. The cause of death is, to, is believed to be asphyxiation, according to the Marin County Coroner's Office. Inducted as an official Disney legend in 2009, Robin Williams voiced the genie in Disney's Aladdin and played many memorable ca- characters, excuse me, including Mork for Mork and Mindy and Mrs. Doubtfire. Mr. Williams also was in Disney theme park attractions, including a role in the back to Neverland film that introduced the old animation tour at the then Disney MGM studios theme park. Uh, In addition, he was also the voice of timekeeper, a time traveling robot that took visitors on a journey to meet great authors like HG Wells and Jules Verne.
0: Sad, sad news. It really is, you know, and I think especially for uh, people in our age group, um, who remember him from Happy Days and Mork and Mindy.
3: He exploded.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I just remember as a kid, I mean, you know, you feel like you grew up with this person.
3: Yeah.
0: Even and, I feel that
4: way. I watched Mork and Mindy.
0: I was, you know, i really, I have a profound sense of sadness about this. I mean, I certainly didn't know Robin Williams, but you feel like you lost a friend. I was reading last night something. I
3: was reading one of the news reports about this, and they showed what they think is the last photo taken of Robin Williams. And it seems to me that Robin Williams doesn't look well. He looks like he's very drawn and gone. He didn't look healthy at all.
0: So Well, he, um, you know, he, he was very open about his struggles with addiction and depression, something I can definitely relate to. And I know he'd been in rehab a couple of times, but uh, very recently, like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, he went out to uh, what's called continuing sobriety rehab. Where you're sober, you haven't relapsed, but you think you're on the verge, so you check yourself in someplace for a week or two. I believe he was at Hazelden out in Minneapolis, because I know they have one of the best continuing sobriety programs uh, out there, one of the most famous anyway. And uh, I know he'd been out there for that, and you know his wife had said he'd been dealing, or his, his publicist had said he'd been dealing with a lot of uh, issues with severe depression. And
3: uh, It's so sad when people think this is the last resort.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. so.
1: Do we remember Robin from these attractions? Right?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely, you know. But especially as the genie, you know, right. um, from know. Aladdin.
4: And from Hook, Peter Pan.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: He was a great Peter Pan.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing, the first time I saw Aladdin was in New York City. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just being, like, blown away by that performance. that performance. one of my
3: favorite movies. It's called The Fisher King.
0: Oh, The Fisher King's yeah. amazing. If you haven't seen The Fisher King. You want to see Robin Williams? He was so robbed of the Oscar that year. He so deserved the Oscar that year. Um, it's want- one of
3: those movies that you see in the movie theater, and I must have seen it, what, 25, 30 years ago? And it still resonates.
0: Brilliant performance. Absolutely brilliant performance. If you want to see him at his absolute best as an actor, uh, no question, it's the Fisher King. Um, and there's no none of the humor, none of that. This is a very serious role. And why he didn't win an Oscar for that is beyond me.
3: There's another gentleman in that, and I can't think of his name. He's the man who's losing his hair and wears the glasses. We lost him too several years ago, and I apologize. I can't think of his name. I've just gone blank. But the two of them are great together.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna. Look oh, up. right! I remember who you're talking about.
3: I'll look it up, and I'll, I will tell you in just a second.
0: He I've had a fun, it. and he had a very funny line in that uh, in that movie, but. Yeah, just really sad, though. Really, really sad.
1: I would read on, a, on one of the message boards or the someone's reply to a blog out there, someone said they should take Timekeeper and put it in where Captain EO was. And that would be a nice sort of tribute. tribute to him and something that people haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I agree. That sounds like a great idea. I thought so. All
1: right, we'll move on to our next news story. Disney employee accused of attacking woman at work. A 49-year-old Walt Disney World custodian – arrested last friday on allegations of holding a co-worker against her will and sexually battering her in a closet at their workplace gideon paul hunt of kissimmee was arrested on charges of kidnapping and sexual battery according to the orange county sheriff's office the woman said that hunt whom she only knew from seeing at work pinned her against a wall in a custodian closet on thursday evening and forced her onto her knees while attacking her the woman told deputies that she resisted during the entire attack which lasted up to five minutes. She added that she thinks he finally stopped attacking her because she wouldn't quiet down, according to officials. The woman reported the incident to her supervisor, who said the woman was crying hysterically and shaking. Her supervisor was then contacted authorities. The woman told authorities that she was not a friend of Hunt and never had a relationship with him. In a statement, Disney said, quote, This is a law enforcement law enforcement matter. He has been placed on unpaid leave pending the outcome of the charges. We have zero tolerance for this type of alleged behavior.
4: Good.
0: Hmm. Happens everywhere.
1: You think what are people thinking?
4: I can't even imagine like how she felt. It probably felt like five hours to her. Yeah. But good I mean good for her for being loud and screaming and trying to get away from him and fighting.
3: All right. Should that be the end of the sad news?
0: Yeah, really. Please,
3: jump in, Michael Jeter. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up, and someone mentioned it in chat. He gives a a
0: brilliant performance. He does.
1: All right, and our third news story: Amazon blocks pre-order of Disney DVDs. Amazon.com blocked the pre-order option of Walt Disney hit movie Captain America: The Winter Soldier and other titles in disc form, repeating a tactic used in disputes with publisher Hatchet and Warner Brothers. Maleficent, another Disney summer blockbuster, also isn't available (coughs) for DVD pre-order on Amazon's Amazon's website. I can't talk. The world's largest online retailer still offers both movies in pre-order on its online streaming service. Amazon's clashes with media companies have intensified in the past months as the Seattle-based company seeks to use its heft in markets from books to home video to demand better terms from its vendors. While the dispute with Time Warner's warner brothers is getting resolved the spat with french publisher hatchet is escalating quote they are squeezing studios on dvd pricing understandable given their market position said michael patcher an analyst at webbush disney can't cut them off and amazon can cut disney off so i would say amazon has the leverage Home Media Magazine reported the disappearance of the pre-order option for some Disney DVDs, also including Muppets Most Wanted and Million Dollar Arm last week. When Amazon removed pre-orders for Warner Brothers titles from mid-May to late June, it was the first time it used a tactic during negotiations with a movie studio. Paul Roeder, a spokesman, spokesman for Burbank, California-based Disney, declined to comment. Amazon didn't return calls.
0: Okay. See, this is one place where I think Amazon may have bitten off more than it can chew. I understand the leverage position that Amazon has because of the volume that it sells. But the truth of the matter is, I think, unlike you know Hatchet and even Warner Brothers to a certain degree, um, the kind of rabid appetite for the kind of movies that Disney produces is just going to send people somewhere else to buy them Um, and you know I I can see where they could get away with this with certain book publishers and certain movie publishers I think you know Disney Disney's a different animal and I think they're feeling let's go after the big fish and then it's if we we beat Disney on this it's going to be easier for us downstream with some of these other smaller, smaller uh, uh, studios and publishers.
3: I forget the, de- uh, the details of it, so I apologize if I'm wrong. But they had this problem a while back when they wanted to have the lowest price for eBooks, And they had a problem with uh, publishers. And what finally happened was the publishers just pulled out. And They Amaz-
0: also got, they also well, I think Apple and a few others got busted for collusion. Uh, right.
3: There was a whole bunch of stuff to it. But now Amazon sells the books the first day they're released. But they note that the publisher sets the price on the book. So I have a feeling that's what's going to happen with this also. They're finally going to come to the realization that they need each other.
1: I was going to say, first of all, you're right. People want these Disney titles no matter what. It's not a... They know, it's not like they go to Amazon and browse and go, oh, look, I want to buy this movie. They know they want it in advance. Second is Disney has DisneyStore.com. They can sell their own stuff.
0: Right, they exactly.
1: They on their own site easily. So I think Amazon's kind of shooting itself in the foot at this point. Yeah, huge sales, huge distribution channels, but I don't think Disney's going to
0: and, suffer at all. And it may end up pushing more people into the digital distribution channel Versus because this is about physical, physically purchasing discs. And, you know, I got to be honest. I don't remember the last time I bought a DVD for myself or a Blu-ray for myself. I do everything digitally. I do it online. I do it through iTunes, um, even Amazon Prime. I'm an Amazon Prime member, so I'll get things. I'll stream things through them. Um, You know, I I don't know. I think Disney's very good at what they do, especially in this market. Somebody's going to come after them. They're going to respond. So it should be very interesting to see what happens. But I think Amazon may be on the wrong side of this ultimately.
5: I actually think it's going to be uh, it's going to have a really big impact because Disney's very well known on Amazon to put out coupons um, anymore uh, for like five to ten dollars off their pre-orders with Disney titles, which is what Disney fans want. Uh, for the long time, they were doing those through uh, the Disney Movie Rewards. Uh, website, but they've kind of gotten off of doing physical coupons you can use in stores and uh, Amazon will still offer the discount themselves. So if you don't have the pre-order, you don't have the discount and then you lose out on sales on there. And plus, Amazon always has the best price or they price match pretty quickly within hours of if Best Buy or Target will put on a sale. So I've got to imagine that a lot of sales are happening through Amazon just because it's the cheapest in most cases.
0: So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But All right. All right.
1: And our fourth and final news story, Walt Disney Company tops $1 billion domestically. The, Walt, the Los Angeles Times reports the Disney Company reported a 22% increase in net income for its fiscal third quarter, due in large part by strong performances from its film studio and theme park theme parks division. The Burbank-based company posted a net income of $2.25 billion for the quarter that ended June 28th, up from $1.85 billion a year earlier. Revenue rose 8% to $12.47 billion. Disney parks and resorts, studio, consumer products, and interactive interactive divisions all experienced double-digit operating income growth on a year-to-year basis. The company's Media Networks division, which included ESPN and ABC, posted operating income of $2.3 billion flat from a year earlier. So basically, ESPN and ABC are not doing anything <laughs> to add to the bottom line. The biggest reason for Disney's performance are the film studios and theme park divisions. Disney's movie studio posted operating income of $411 million in its third quarter, up from $201 million a year earlier. Revenue was up 14% to $1.807 billion. Disney cites the success of hit <coughs> animated film Frozen and the international theatrical success of Maleficent and Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier, as the reasons for the increase. Disney's Parks and Resorts unit posted operating income of $848 million, a gain of 23% from a year earlier. Disney said the strong performance was partly because of growth (coughs) at its domestic properties. That offset a decrease in operating income at Disneyland Paris, which experienced decreased attendance and higher operating costs. The company's consumer products division posted operating income of $273 million, compared to $219 million a year earlier. Uh, Quote, our strategy of building strong brands and franchises continue to create great value across our company, Robert Iger, Disney's chairman and chief executive officer, said in a statement, "We're extremely pleased with these results.
0: As now, you should be, 23% at the parks is staggering and not surprising. Not surprising at all given, you know, the crowds that we see there now. I think Magic Bands are starting to have the financial impact Disney was hoping for.
3: It's cuz people can't go to Downtown Disney." <laughs> There's <That's> <people laughs> one in the park.
0: That's exactly, right? So that's Disney's number one product, is the parks?
6: Was well, it the parks I mean, or
0: the movies? No, uh, parks. Uh, parks uh, $848 Eight forty-eight
1: billion for parks, $411 million yeah. for movies,
0: and change for... And you also have to remember that theme parks... They can rely on consistent, con- consistently, whereas with movies it all depends on what hits. Um, so you'll have some years where they have a frozen, and you know they—God g- knows—they have been brilliant in leveraging the acquisition of Marvel yeah. um, and putting not just in leveraging it, but putting out some great movies. It gives me a lot of hope uh, with what they're going to do with Lucasfilm and Star Wars. Uh, that stuff's coming up in the next few years. I think that's going to be some blockbuster stuff for them. But yeah, the theme parks have traditionally, at least for several years now, been the real anchor uh, financially for the company. Wow! And uh, a twenty-three percent increase year over mm-hmm. year Jeez. for uh, is just is staggering. With staggering.
1: no with no increase for with no. Uh Infrastructure being built to handle bigger crowds. It's not like, oh, we have another theme park. We've increased 25%.
0: Right. No, this is with existing.
1: It's amazing.
0: And utilizing, I mean, that was the big, obviously, the reason they're spending a billion dollars on, or actually a lot more than that, but now, but the reason they're spending so much on Magic Bands and My Disney Experience.
3: Isn't it up to two billion now?
0: It's over two billion, yeah. Um, But I think they're starting to see the early returns on that with numbers like that. I'm not going to say this whole 23% is because of Magic Bands. Uh, you know, certainly New Fantasyland plays a role in that, too. Um, also oh, the
1: economy. The economy the economy's is getting people better. People are yeah. going, and it's a function of that as well. But
0: but 23% um, means that they have uh, they have more money to invest in more attractions. Parking structures. And faster, maybe, you know, we'll take some okay. of that money and build a parking structure in less than 13 years. But uh, good for them. All right. That'll do it for the news. All right, John. Thank you very much for that. We are going to move on to our uh, name the tune from last week. I was convinced that nobody was going to get this. I figured it's a short clip, obscure song. Uh, we asked you to name the tune from a Disney animated film. Um, and I figured nobody was going to get it. Y'all got it. Y'all got I it.
4: Know. I haven't heard it. What? Me either. I want to hear the tune. Don't <laughs> tell Do you us. have
0: it to play, Dustin? That's He's like, me. thanks. I'm not stressed enough wanna today. we want to guess.
3: I'm like... Good. Hmm. It's
4: a princess movie. Nope. Really?
0: Sounds like it's something from the parks. Nope, it's, it's a movie. Disney animated film. Really? At you,
1: Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Nope. Thing.
0: And it's actually one of your favorite films.
3: The Hunchback. Terminator.
0: It's from the Hunchback. Oh, out there. Nope.
3: Oh
2: my!
0: It's not that
3: a Frodo song?
4: Is it? It
0: is from it's it's from uh, <laughs> it's from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. And it's from Topsy. It's the opening to Topsy Turvy. Oh.
3: oh,
0: and the only uh, thing I know
3: is out there. Frodo,
4: no. me too. Isn't that his name? Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Fro- Frollo. Yes. So
0: Frollo. Fro-lo. Really likes sorry. the
3: song I'm, out there because he like uses the, the word calumny in it. Frodo,
4: something else. Oh, it's here. the one movie I'm not Hobbit? a real big fan of, but.
0: But except uh, for the song out there. <laughs> you know, a lot of people got it, and a lot of people got it right away. Um, so, good on you for that. If you got it right um next time we're gonna next time i'm gonna try harder to stump you but uh uh, for this week we have another caption this photo this one was taken during our trip to nova scotia and it is a picture of jenny lynn in a british phone booth in the middle of a vineyard in nova scotia makes perfect Um, sense we one of the one of the events that they had planned this year was a trip to a vineyard um and we had a great lunch, uh, although they lied about the panini. That was not a panini. <laughs> panini. Um,
5: Remember, it was a paninery, it was not a, a winery. It was a, a paninery. paninery.
0: Um, and, I mean, absolutely gorgeous, beautiful view. I mean, just stunning. And the weather, oh, my God. I didn't want to leave because I knew I was coming back to the sauna. And the weather up there was absolutely gorgeous. But uh, in the middle of the winery, the, the wine field or the, wine, or the vineyard, um, they the had. Wine, I prefer the wine, wine field. field. <laughs> um,
3: Isn't that what Princess Diana campaigned against? <laughs> oh no, that was minefield. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, in the middle of the vineyard, there was this phone booth, this British phone booth. Because the guy who owns it, I guess, is British. Australian. Australian. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Same thing. Same thing. Um, but uh, I don't want to hear from the Brits. I know that's where you send your your, your criminals. Blah 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 blah. Um, but in the in this phone booth, you could make free international phone calls. What? <laughs> yeah.
4: North drunk American. dialing. It's the best way to drunk dial from the middle of the winery.
0: <laughs> and so we have a picture of Jenny Lynn in the uh, in this phone booth. And this is your caption, this photo for this week. Uh, you can see it. If you're listening to the show, uh, you can see the photo. Uh, Facebook.com slash Diz will be up a little later on today. And add your caption to it. And we'll read that on next week.
1: Was she trying to take a a selfie with that phone?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun, but you had to go down this steep hill to get to the phone.
0: Oh, we got video of that, too. We got video of you (laughs) you going down and coming up. Oh, great. (laughs) Um, We will share that. (laughs) We will share that far and wide. Um, All right. So we're going to move on to Rapid Fire. Johnny? All right. uh, Disney
1: Dream Dry Dock has some dates changed. What
0: Uh, is up with this?
1: The Disney Dream dry dock?
0: The this, this, this sudden, like, we're going to cancel cruises yeah. again because we're putting this into dry dock. What the hell? It's leaking. I don't think it's leaking. The boat's leaking. <laughs> no. uh,
1: it was originally scheduled to begin dry dock in late September, and it's now been moved to mid-October of 2015. The currently canceled cruise dates, it's very alliterative today, isn't it? October 16th, October 19th, and October 23rd, 2015 the original dates have been put back in so if you want to book those you can the point I wanted to make about this is that if you are affected by this change you should receive an additional $250 onboard credit in addition to anything else you already do by Disney for either an onboard booking or something else and you should be able to book at the tier pricing that you booked your original cruise at so if you are trying to move that to another sale date Take advantage of those extra things that Disney Cruise Line is going to give you. I think what happens is Disney Cruise Line doesn't realize that October 2015 may seem really far away, but people are planning. Oh yeah, and people have gotten all their stuff together and have gotten you know kids out of school and vacation time and everything. And to move dates like this is a huge problem for a lot.
0: Of and it's not just you know, look, I understand you've got to do you've got to do maintenance on the ship. You have to change things or. You know, I'm sure they're not doing it just, you know, for, I can't say what I was going to say. They're putting it in a casino. Yeah, that's it. They can't, they're not just doing it willy nilly. Um, I understand that. But they keep doing this. They keep canceling dates. We've had dates canceled for these uh, dry docks before we've had, you know, it was one entire sailing was canceled because somebody chartered the ship and they just canceled everybody that was already on it. And that was only a few months before sailing. Yeah. you know, they've. D- I don't understand that. I don't understand. You know, you can't do this too much before you start getting a reputation where people are going to say, "I'm afraid to book this cruise because they keep canceling things." Um, Disney, well,
3: Disney doesn't even care about things like that. They didn't release 2015 park dates till
0: oh, two weeks a ago. Week ago. Yeah,
3: really. So it's not like you know they have they have this mindset
1: of they want to fill dates quick uh, that are, are for sooner arrivals so they wait and they wait and they wait and then they release the stuff later not again going back to my original point not realizing that people plan this far in advance because it's a lot of money you gotta save up for the money you gotta figure out a way to pay for it you have other things involved in it this really messes up with people's plans you know this there's and they
0: do realize it because they can see the reservations they already have they can see that people are already booked on these cruises.
1: Well, I don't think I think they don't realize it from uh, an inconvenience standpoint. Right, we see it as travel agents where they they tell people they tell us, "Well, tell your clients they're getting a $200, 250 dollars onboard credit if they have to move." It's like somehow that makes up for everything. But
2: you know what? It doesn't because if you've got multiple clients sailing together, and you have a arra- all the little family members have arranged to take that time off, right. and that's the only time Uncle Joe can go, then the family's screwed.
3: Or people mm-hmm. have requested vacation that far in advance. Right. You know, your employer doesn't always care that your cruise was canceled. Right.
0: Right. And, you know, I now correct me if I'm wrong, but initially what they told people is we're going to give you the $250 onboard credit or we'll completely refund your cruise. But if you move to another date, you pay the prevailing rate. And then they turned around and said, after people like started like flipping out about that, they said, well, onto the tier pricing, you know, so, Let's say you want to go ahead and book in May instead of, you know, October, and you booked in June, you booked this October cruise in June, whatever the tier pricing was for the sailing you're looking for in May, whatever that tier pricing was in June when you booked your October cruise, that's the pricing you're going to get now. That's a little bit better than telling people, well, yeah, you know, that May cruise you want is almost full, so the price of the stateroom is $4,000, but still in all, I, I just think you need to stop canceling cruises. Um, I wouldn't think that would have to be said to Disney, but apparently it does because in the last two years, this is the third occasion now where they've sprung uh, a last minute dry dock or they've, they've added, they, they've, they've had to cancel dates because of dry dock or, uh, they've, somebody's chartered the ship and okay, well, we're getting more money from this guy. So we're canceling all of your state rooms and good luck to you. Um, So they need to stop it. They
2: could announce this. I mean, it wasn't that long ago October was announced.
0: Uh, Well, you know, obviously there was a, you know, something came up. You know, I'm sure it wasn't just incompetence that there was a a good reason why they had to change it. But they need to, they they just need to stop it now. They just need to stop it. They're canceling too many dates. So stop it. (laughs) All right. Thank you, John. That's how I talk to Sophie. (laughs) A little Yorkie. Stop it. All right. Is it my turn? It is your turn, Kevin. Finally.
3: <laughs> I'm going to talk about ABD. I was going to talk about this last, last week, but you can make it last year too. Uh, we have a December 2015 date available. It is December 13th through December 18th. Backstage Magic 2015. The cost is $27.99 per person based on double occupancy. Kids are $26.59 and that's under 12 and singles are thirty nine nineteen.
0: And this is this is close to selling out now. We're very. We are close. more than
3: half sold without a whole lot of. Well, I thought we were further than that. No, we. This we've is sold December about, line, next Oh,
0: December, December.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I am sorry. I am so sorry. ABD gave us a limited number of rooms for the July San Francisco backstage magic trip that includes the 60th anniversary. There were 250 people on the wait list. And those 16 rooms went with the first round of emails. Yeah. They just... Actually, we only had 14 rooms because we took one and Pete took one. So there were 14 spaces for families to go. I apologize. You can imagine that this is a busy, busy time for Disney. And it's my understanding that Disney wasn't the one that limited number of the, the number of rooms. We are staying at the Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco for that first part. Really? Fairmont is what...
0: Has. I just, I, I had a bad experience at the Fairmont in Vancouver, and so I'm not a fan of that chain. But
3: well, this is like the premier hotel in San Francisco. Yeah, the Fairmont in San Francisco is absolutely, or something like that. So that trip is completely sold out. I truly apologize. There is not one single room left, but we do have room on that December trip. And John and I are trying to think of something. Oh, the the Disneyland Paris Paris. The Normandy, Paris to Normandy trip and then Disneyland Paris. We canceled that. And I'm going to tell you why. The cost of that was $10,000 per
0: person. Yeah, it was insane.
3: And Disneyland Paris is losing customers because they are pricing themse- themselves right out of the market. That trip, there was... Uh, the Disneyland Paris add-on for two nights and tickets was $3,500 per yeah, person.
0: just for that, yep. Just for the two nights
3: in Disneyland Paris.
0: I'm sorry, it was fun. And that's not ABD's fault? That's the pricing they're right. getting from... Uh, that's the pricing they're getting for uh, from from Disneyland Paris. And
3: Disneyland Paris is great. Don't get me wrong, I loved it. Beautiful, lovely. It's not worth $7,000 for two people for two nights. I'm sorry, it's just not.
0: No, it's not.
3: It's ridiculous. So that trip didn't make it, but John and I have some things in the works we're thinking about doing because we don't have a European trip for 2015. We're thinking of something in October. 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 2000 October. October. That's how they say it in Europe. Um if ever, I know that's not true. Don't write to me. Um <laughs> But we're thinking about doing something then. So we'll let you know. We're also considering a second one of these
1: combined San Francisco backstage magic trips. If you're interested in doing one that wouldn't be over the 60th anniversary of Disneyland, give Kevin a, drop Kevin an email, say I'd be interested in something. He was gonna say call, don't do that. Don't call Kevin. Um, Drop him an email and say, yes, I'm interested in that particular trip. Because we're going to see how much interest we get. We don't know when it would be or anything like that. If we
3: get enough interest, ABD has suggested that early August would be a good time. Keep in mind that it's going to be the full backstage magic and the full San Francisco trip. It just won't include the 60th anniversary celebration. So if you're interested and you think early August will work for you, drop me a line. If we get enough response that that would be a good time, I will work with ABD and see if we can make another trip that does the (coughs) same things without the sixtieth anniversary.
0: And that's that Lucasfilm tour. Lucasfilm. The, the guided
3: tour of the, the family, S- museum, the family which museum is really cool. Yeah. You get to go to a um, we go to Napa Valley and Muir Woods from what I understand. So it's it's a great trip. It's just that we worked really hard to get the first one for that specific date, which Disney didn't even realize I was doing. So
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Kevin. Teresa.
2: All right. If you're headed down to Cocoa Beach, Port Canaveral area for a cruise, or just to visit me or anybody else, um, some interesting things going on every Sunday. Cocoa Beach has a farmers market at City Hall, that is just past the port, right before you get to the Welcome Center. It's nine to three every Sunday. It's a little farmers market, but it's cute. Little tchotchkes, lots of local stuff going on. Also, August 29th to September 1st is the 29th annual nkf surf festival yeah. in Cocoa beach that's a lot of fun it
4: really is we, we, we came upon it just randomly once yeah. and it's just so fun to watch those surfers it's a lot of fun. To feel like
2: that but yeah <laughs> at roads are crazy getting in and out so come early to that one august 30, 31st is the one love caribbean fest 2014 peace love caribbean food um, September 17th to 21st is Space Coast Music Festival. There's like 30 bands wow. coming in. Don't know the names of them, but I'm sure it'll be fun. That always brings a lot of people to the area also. So,
0: Just a thought. And that's if you want to head out to the uh, disboards.com Welcome Center at... Uh in, in cape canaveral 6550 6550 north atlantic avenue in cape mm-hmm. canaveral and teresa's always out there along stop with by
2: and get me before you go to the farmer's market i'll lock up and go with you Is that
0: okay? uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i to this.
2: <laughs> or bring me tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> it's all good
0: so all right thank you teresa mm-hmm. and what, what are the hours of operation for the welcome center Teresa?
2: um right well, whenever now, she feels like it yeah that's when i stop in um, right now for this next week, we opened from nine until five weekends till three. School's getting ready to start, so it's gonna be more like 9.30, but someone will be there at nine. I won't be there till 9.30 or so because I gotta throw still out real quick and then get In it. general. what
0: days, years. what days is it all? Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Um, <laughs> Wednesday through Sunday. We're closed Monday and Tuesday.
1: In general, like to have that open days that a, a mm-hmm. ship is going to be in mm-hmm. port, yeah, so that you can get off the ship or before you get on the ship, come visit. And
2: so, right now in the on. fall, it will be open on in Mondays on Mondays too, and probably close on Wednesdays because the the magic's coming
1: back. Teresa got a whole bunch of neat presents for our Dreams Unlimited Travel clients. If you come in and tell Teresa you're a client, she'll give you a free gift.
2: Yeah, awesome, awesome gifts, John provided for me. Thank you, John.
0: Cool. Thank you, Teresa. Julie Martin.
2: Um, it's really exciting. <laughs>
4: it's the rehab okay. schedule. <laughs> so um, I think this is kind of important because the Haunted Mansion is a very popular attraction. So uh, as of December 1st, but only through the 19th of December, it will be closed. Um, Cinderella's Royal Table will be closing on January 5th through March 6th. It's a, um, a long it one. It is a long one. They're going to make it better. We'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> Um, The Magic Carpets of Aladdin will be closed um, November 10th, just through the 21st. So, Well, as a parent of small children, that's a popular ride. So if your trip is planned during then, try out Dumbo or one of the other Magic Carpets, (laughs) similar rides. (laughs) Um, Disney's Animal Kingdom, Tough to Be a Bug, is currently closed and will be through the 27th of September. The Wild by Design Tour is being discontinued.
1: Yes, it's going away. So
4: as of September 26th, that will be the last tour that day tip board is permanently closed, and their parking lot is under construction. They're trying to make it larger, and this will be happening
3: through the end of September. Well, let's hope they don't build a garage. <laughs>
4: <laughs> or else it'll be through the end of, like, next May. Is this um, Animal Kingdom's parking yeah. lot? Yes.
3: Which and is already as
1: big as a Savannah. <laughs> what are they doing to it?
4: And then um, Typhoon Lagoon, October 26th through January 3rd of 2015, cool. and then Blizzard Beach will be closed January 4th through march 14th
3: those aren't unusual don't they do those pretty much they do
4: those always but you know just so people are aware of which water park will be open and which will be closed um there you go
0: all right thank you for that julie back to you dustin
6: yeah, I'm gonna try and scoot into view here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I have a uh, a rapid fire that is also kind of like Julie's, but um,
4: I actually skipped that on my list oh, for you. <laughs> oh,
6: Thank you. Um, uh, I have the uh, the Magic Kingdom's first aid station is uh, actually as of right now, as of yesterday, uh, temporarily moved uh, next to Space Mountain, and it's gonna be it's gonna be that way until uh, August 19th um, and. That's what it is so far is August 19th who knows if they'll push it back but the reason I wanted to bring it up because it's kind of interesting it's in a uh, it's in a lounge next to Space mountain and um I don't know if you guys know that, but that used to be the uh, FedEx Lounge, or it may have even been the RCA Lounge. I think they uh, sponsored Space Mountain. never Mount been in it, us. but I knew
1: it was there. So it's yeah. kind of a cool opportunity I to see a place in there. Disney yeah. you've never been.
6: Right. Well, um, so, so that's cool that it's now the first aid station. I actually had the opportunity to go in there when it was the FedEx Lounge. Uh, my dad works for FedEx, um, so uh, we were able to go in there. And this was um, uh, way way early on before they had a lot of those like really big lounges like they have for test track for hp and or mission space for hp and stuff like that but it's kind of cool we we got you know like sodas and they they before fast pass they backdoored us onto space mountain um and they had TVs in there it's kind of kind of cool it's right down uh between what is currently the smoking section and the fast pass entrance to space mountain you'll see a little gate there is it
1: going back to the hub when it's done
6: Um, I'm not sure about that, but that's exactly why it's being uh, relocated right now is because of all the hub expansion stuff. I would imagine that they would need to keep it on Main Street that is way more centrally located than Space Mountain, which is out in the corner. It's a long
2: way to go for a Band-Aid or an
0: ice pack. (laughs) Right. Right. So that's mine. All right. Thank you, Dustin. You're welcome. Gregory.
5: Okay. Okay. So, um... This fall, you'll be able to see Hero and Baymax, uh, two of the new characters from Big Hero 6, which comes out on November 7th, 2014.
0: Has anyone seen uh, Big Hero 1 through 5?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not quite as popular yet. Um, but no, judging by the trailers, uh,
3: it looks cute,
5: yeah. No, I, uh, right? I was, so I was looks gonna suspicious. say that. No, no, it's gonna probably be a really, really good film. It's the first one that. Uh, Disney is actually producing themselves based off a of Marvel character, so it's a comic book, but they're not actually they're not the ones who are in charge of making it in the same way that uh, Marvel has still continued to produce Captain America and Guardians of the Galaxy. This is Disney animation taking over entirely with just a little bit of guidance. Um, right. But based on the first new trailers, it's everyone already loves the character. Baymax has like amazing lines, and Eddie's just he's the one who's kind of always kicking around a soccer ball, trying to pick it up. Is then, that the little
2: kid in the picture?
5: No, yeah. he's the white guy, the big yeah, white. He looks like the
2: <laughs> Marshmallow Man.
5: Yeah, I was just gonna
6: say, he looks like Ghostbusters. To I, was, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, he looks like one of those inflatable. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> I don't know like how the they're Michelin, gonna do man. it in the park.
5: Yeah, I don't, yeah. I really don't know. It's but gonna be
6: one of those guys in the blow up suits that just walks around and yeah, waving
5: inflatable. his arms around and yeah. all that fun stuff, but uh, no date on when he's actually gonna be. Uh, what well, is it called? World Character or Disneyland?
1: <laughs> what do you think it's called? Deep Character Six. What
2: is it called? <laughs> it has nothing to do with Star Trek. It's like Deep oh, Space is Nine. Trek?
5: Is that Star Trek?
2: Yeah. Big hair Big Hero Six.
5: Yes. Cool. Um, and then also just another little thing. I don't think we mentioned it anywhere. I don't remember if we did. If we already did. Uh, Frozen Summer Fun has been extended from the September 5th to 28th, only on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays.
0: So, cool. Yep. All right, thank you, Craig. Let it go. Jonathan.
5: All right, so uh,
6: mine is just about six Blu-rays that are being released. So Disney's releasing six movies today. Uh, They're releasing Hercules, Muppets Most Wanted, Tarzan, Bednoms and (gasps) Broomsticks, Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, uh, in a combo pack with Fun and Fancy Free,
5: and then the Disney nature movie Bears is also being released. You missed one. Cool. What did I miss? Uh, Disney's animated Three Musketeers.
6: Okay, so there's seven. Seven. Well, there we go. So anyway, they're releasing a whole crap load of movies today. You cannot pre-order them from Amazon, but they're, they are on sale now, so you can go
0: buy them. Awesome. Thank yes. you very much for that. That'll do it for rapid fire. But I have
1: just one thing I want to mention. Kathy Whirling just emailed this out to everybody. Starting August 13th, you can make dining reservations on the My Disney Experience app up to 20 minutes in advance.
0: If you can find anything, <laughs> are they going to be taking reservations at Cosmic Rays?
3: Sound like such a big well, it is a it big announcement. I was going to say,
1: that's a pretty big deal 20 minutes in advance because you couldn't do it that quick when you were in the parks. But I guess if there's no there's place availability, to eat, right.
5: All right. Actually, mm-hmm. Kathy also uh, sent out an email. There's some kind of. Uh, uh, Macaroni and Cheese Fest going on <laughs> at the
1: not to Orange
5: County Convention Center uh, on Saturday,
0: August 23rd. Okay, we can move on from that. I don't think anybody cares about the Macaroni and Cheese it's for Convention. Give kids it's Give Kids the World. Oh, That's okay. Delicious. I think it's more right. interesting yeah. than you can make it. Then I'm I like, okay, <laughs> really? Really? We're interrupting a show <laughs> for Macaroni and Cheese, but if it's for Give Kids the World, go ahead.
5: It's everyone, I guess, it, they're doing cooking demonstration stuff and they're doing a competition who makes the best macaroni and cheese. Tickets are $10 for adults five for children um prices will be higher at the door but they haven't released what that will be yet um so i think and what is this saturday august 23rd from 11 to 4 and i believe that's the same date as the villains unleash so Go eat macaroni and cheese. Forgive kids the world. Carb from up into four, and then go watch villains. <laughs> macaroni and the cheese. On- if
3: you are gluten free, don't go.
5: That's probably also good advice. Give
1: kids some carb.
0: <laughs> Stop. All right. Oh. That is uh, going to do it for rapid fire. Before we close the show, um, I have next week's poll. Uh, we are coming up on my favorite, favorite, favorite time of the year at Disney World. Uh, you know september starts the halloween parties uh, the and the uh, food and wine festival of course the christmas season is not too long after and the that the festival
3: the masters
0: oh, festival I can't the wait. masters That's our favorite weekend. uh this is a so this is a great uh, a great time of year my favorite time of year so i wanted to ask the question what's your favorite event to plan your trip to walt disney world around is it flower and garden food and wine festival Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, Star Wars Weekends, or none of the above. So head out to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged, a little later on today, and uh, that will be up there. And let us know what you think. As always, we will pick one person who answers our poll at random, and that person will win a $50 Disney gift card, courtesy of me. (laughs) (laughs) so that is going to do it for our show if you're watching live please stay tuned we're going to have our show that we recorded at the Nova Scotia Disney to raise money for Give Kids the World and we're discussing our top five unique dining experiences at Walt Disney World along with your favorite table service restaurant at the Disney Disney World theme parks that's coming up next thanks for being with us everybody we hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged take it easy and remember Stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week.